a 150% rise in the Chinese government's persecution of Christians in just one year. We don't carry arms. We will not carry arms. We don't teach carrying arms. But we can call on God. Our God is bigger than human ammunition. Hey everybody, welcome back to The Fifth Seal, episode 11. I'm your host, Norm the Master's Dog Dunham, a.k.a. The Evangelical Norm. The Fifth Seal is a podcast I do to bring awareness and prayer to our brothers and sisters around the world who are persecuted because of their faith in Jesus Christ. Every year I count down the top 50 countries on Open Doors USA's World Watch List. From January through October, the second and fourth Wednesdays of the month, I count down from 50 to 31 Then throughout the month of November, which about 12 years ago I dubbed to be Persecuted Church Awareness Month, I count down from 30 to number 1. It is a countdown, which is why the episode numbers go backwards. You're not going crazy. Today is episode 11. Yesterday was episode 12. Tomorrow will be episode 10. On through the end of the month when we get to episode number 1, which is the worst country in the world for Christians to live in based on the persecution they endure because of their faith in Jesus Christ. It's a little background on the podcast for those who are new. Once again, another day in the month and another day where we've had new membership at the Fifth Seal page on Facebook, new subscriber to the uh, Fifth or the Evangelical Norm Network on YouTube, and the listenership of the podcast, the downloads are going up. And that's because of you guys who have been here for a long time, faithfully joining me to lift up our brothers and sisters in prayer and sharing, inviting, most of all, the personal invitations are obviously the most effective, but liking, sharing, and commenting on the videos, and that causes the algorithm to send the video out to a wider audience of people who are apt to join us in prayer for our brothers and sisters around the world who are persecuted because of their faith in Jesus Christ. So please continue to do that, like, share, comment, all that stuff, and Absolutely, please continue to invite people to join us so we can add voices to those who are joining together to pray for our brothers and sisters around the world. So, all that being said, it is Sunday, November 20th, and this is our update on the persecuted church around the world. This from persecution.org. Christian student running from death threats in Nigeria. Fulani militants kidnapped 33 girls from Sabaka Village in Kebi State on February 13, 2022. The girls were all Christian, according to locals. Valentine, a student in Sokoto who escaped the, the attack on her home village of Sabaka earlier this year, told ICC how young girls are persecuted in northern Nigeria and how her life is under threat too. Quote, there aren't any young girls left in my village, unquote, Valentine told ICC. Quote, the militants are kidnapping them to forcefully convert them to Islam. Valentine has experienced threats to her life at home and at school. A girl named Deborah was killed earlier this year in Sokoto, where Valentine goes to school, by a violent mob incensed by comments Deborah had made about Islam. Quote, I resumed school on August 10, 2022. It was announced that the students who killed Deborah are in prison, but that was not true. That very night, one of the students from the mob saw me and told me that he would kill me since I am a friend of Deborah. I narrowly escaped from him and only because he was alone. Even though I escaped from the Muslim students going back home, Muslim militants, who are referred to as bandits, attacked my community and kidnapped many young girls. God saved me and I escaped. Fourteen girls have been held by the Muslim militants since a September 5th attack. 
Men from my village who escaped say the militants are looking to kidnap more girls, including me. Apparently, the militants are looking for someone in the village who went to the school. I am the target, unquote. The media and government tend to focus most of their attention on well-organized terrorist organizations like Boko Haram and Islamic State, but think tanks and human rights watchdogs, including ICC, have warned for years that Fulani militancy, decentralized and harder to pin down than terrorist groups, actually present a far bigger threat to the civilian population and a particular dangerous threat to Christian communities. Excuse me. Though Valentine is currently living in safety away from her village, her family has experienced the violence personally. Quote, in September, the, militant ki- the militants kidnapped my brother. They demanded a large ransom and told him to bring me, or they will come for my family again. I had to escape from the village, unquote. So, again, we just see the, I've talked about it quite a bit as well, that, you know, we hear about Boko Haram, Islamic State, we are seeing more and more of these stories coming out of Nigeria where it's simply Fulani militants. These fundamentalists, I don't, I don't call them extremists or anything else, these are people who are following the fundamentals of, of Islam. So these fundamentalist Islamists are coming in and targeting Christians, they're targeting Christian schools, they're kidnapping these girls, forcing them to convert to Islam. We hear, I mean, again, one name, Leah Sherabu, that um, we haven't talked about all this month, which I, it's, it's my, my bad. I will find out, get some updates on Leah um, and, and share that with you. Because, again, for years we've been, at least three years, we've been praying for her uh, being held captive. So we see this over and over and over again where these uh, militants, these Fulani herdsmen are coming in and they're actually more violent than the terrorist groups that we know about. So pray for Valentine, pray for her family, pray for the Christians in this area, um, and pray that God would be glorified in some way in what's happening, that he would use this to draw others to himself. I pray again, pray that even some of these Fulani militants will see what is happening, will will hear the, the, the testimony of Valentine, um, these other girls that have been kidnapped, these other Christians, and that they would turn to, to Christ in repentance and faith, that God would use all that to draw them to himself. So be praying for that. And that brings us to our world watch list country for today, number 11, which is Saudi Arabia few facts about Saudi Arabia. The region is the Middle East. The persecution type is Islamic oppression. The main religion is Islam. The persecution level is extreme. Population of Saudi Arabia is 35,263,000, of which about 1,200,000 are Christians, and somewhere around 2%-ish. Uh, of the population. What does persecution look like in Saudi Arabia? The majority of the Christians in Saudi Arabia are foreigners who temporarily live and work in the country. Most of these workers come from low and middle income countries, and there are numerous reports of migrant workers being abused and being subjected to horrific working, con- working and living conditions. The COVID-19 pandemic made this reality even more obvious as spikes in infections tended to center in migrant communities where sanitation and social distancing were much more difficult. Much more difficult. Christian foreign workers can be targeted for their faith since it is another way to abuse a worker. Foreign Christians are heavily restricted from sharing their faith, their faith or gathering for worship and any actions outside of the norm can lead to detention and deportation. There are converts from Islam in Saudi Arabia. 
These who came from majority Muslim countries likely live and work in communities that reflect the cultural norms of their home, so they can be at risk if their social context is opposed to their if their social context is opposed to conversion. The few converts who are Saudi Arabian are usually forced to live out their faith in secrecy, risking violence, divorce, and more. Nevertheless, there have been some Saudi Christians in recent years who have been bold enough to share their faith at great risk to their lives. What has changed this year? Christian persecution remains high in Saudi Arabia and has actually gotten worse in the last year. The country remains an extremely difficult place to be a Christian, especially for any native Saudi who finds Jesus. Who's most vulnerable? The level of persecution in Saudi Arabia is generally the same all over the country, although social control is likely to be higher in rural areas. A possible exception are Western expatriate compounds where there is less control and pressure to adhere to strict Islamic norms. Ways we can pray for Saudi Arabia. Many Christians in Saudi Arabia are migrant workers who are already abused for their minority status. Pray for foreign Christians that they will be protected from mistreatment and they will be able to find a Christian community where they can grow in faith and be trained to advance the gospel. Pray for the secret Saudi believers who must hide their faith from friends and family. Ask God to help them to know they aren't alone. And Saudi Arabia is a home to the Muslim holy site of Mecca, the Muslim holy sites of Mecca and Medina. The Saudi expression of Islam is often radical and intensely opposed to any deviation. Ask God to soften the hearts of religious leaders and the monarchy that they would be open to allowing other religions to worship freely in Saudi Arabia. Let's pray. Father, thank you for this time we have to come together to lift up our brothers and sisters around the world who are persecuted because of their faith in Jesus Christ. Lord, again, we thank you that you've given us a platform to, to come together across vast distances through social media and even across the span of time as people will be watching this video later today, tomorrow, um, even weeks from now, and still joining their voices with ours as we pray for our brothers and sisters who are persecuted because of their faith in Christ. Lord, we lift up our brothers and sisters in Nigeria, specifically right now, Valentine and her family, Lord, we pray that you would protect her from those who are targeting her to, to kidnap her, whether it be to, to forcefully convert her to, to Islam, targeted her for death, whatever the reason, Lord, that they are after her, we pray that you would protect her, protect her family. Lord, continue to give them strength to stand firm in their faith boldness to proclaim the gospel and that you would use their witness and testimony to draw others to yourself, Lord, as they are willing to endure persecution because of their faith in you. And so again, we pray that you would be glorified in that. Father, we lift up our brothers and sisters in Saudi Arabia, those who are foreign Christians working in that area. We pray that you would protect them from discrimination and uh, being fired from their jobs or abused in any way, Lord. We pray that you would uh, help them to find other Christians in the area that iron can sharpen iron, that they can grow together, they can worship together, that they can uh, be discipled, Lord, and that, again, that you would be glorified in those things. We pray for those believers who are doing so in secrecy, Lord, that nobody knows that your spirit has drawn them to you, that they have repented, put their faith in you, in your gospel, and what you've done for them by sacrificing yourself on the cross for their sin, Lord. Father, I pray that with those people that you would remind them that they are not alone, that they would know that there are people, even those of us right now who are praying for them, Lord, but all people all around the world who are lifting them up in prayer, 
that they would be able at some point in time to make their faith public, that they would be able to make that public proclamation, that baptisms would happen, that all these things would, would happen to your glory, Lord. Um, and that comes through softening the hearts of the religious leaders and the government there, the monarchy in Saudi Arabia, Lord, that they would uh, repeal um, laws that, that restrict uh, Christian activity and religious minorities and that they would be more open to allowing religious minorities to worship freely in that country including christians lord that your gospel could be preached without fear of of repercussion of incarceration or worse lord that that evangelists could raise up there and and proclaim the gospel call people to repentance and by your spirit lord that you would use those men who would do that to draw people to yourself and to be glorified, Lord, because it is for your glory and in your name that we pray these things, Jesus. Amen and amen. Again, thank you guys for, for taking the time out to watch. Sorry for little technical difficulties that I you know, left the big picture up. And not that you really want to look at me throughout these videos. You'd rather just look at a big picture of what's happening in Saudi Arabia, right? So no big deal. But thank you guys for joining me. I really appreciate the, the shares, the likes, the comments, all those things. Please continue to do so. Please continue. If you haven't already, subscribe on the YouTube channel, the Evangelical Norm Network on YouTube. Uh, Fifth Seal page on Facebook. Again, it's 10 to 15 minutes a day. I try to my best to keep these very short to where you have the time to watch or listen and pray for our brothers and sisters around the world who are persecuted because of their faith in Jesus Christ. And as always, please preach the gospel at all times. Use words. They're necessary. And until tomorrow, Soli Deo Gloria.